and welcome to Gamer Weekly. We've been trying to record an episode now for a very long time, and you can't really tell because who knows? Maybe this is the one. So, main things to go over. This might be a really choppy episode. I don't know yet. Maybe this will actually work this time. Um, things you need to know. You're listening to Gamer Weekly. This is Charles from Coffee Attic Studios. He's a coffee addict. They've got a new game coming out, and it's called Hazel Sky. And he's going to tell you about it right now. I don't know if I <laughs> said a number of things, but it's like, <laughs> hear, hear it. <laughs> I'm okay. going to tell the summary of the game. Like, uh, Well, oh my God. <laughs> Hazel Sky is a third-person uh, action-adventure game uh, that people are comparing to Uncharted right now. Like, uh, there, there, it has mechanics from the Uncharted series. It has mechanics from the inside, from Play Dads, and the story people are talking about like is Firewatch, but it's not Firewatch. Uh, well, because I'm not as good of a writer as the people from Firewatch, because they work on Telltale games and all that, and. Also, because you don't have as much budget as them, so the game it's it's pretty much a a, a light puzzle game with some platforming mechanics and action set pieces. From the gameplay perspective, I would say the game is pretty much that, because it's really story driven. So we start to we we try to space out the most like set piece puzzle section, platforming section, set piece. So uh, it's a it's simple game, but there's so much care and detail on the lore, so you can examine books, you can examine small objects. The game is full of little secrets and mysteries that I I try to not talk about, but the last two podcasts I did, I just spilled the beans, like, you can play with another characters, there's a city in the game, and <laughs> so... You've died at the end of the game. <laughs> no, no, not that. But <laughs> there's so much stuff in the game that... Um, it's, it's even hard to cut the trailers, like to don't spoil everything. So that's pretty much it, I guess. So what inspired you guys to, because I felt like from, I'm, I keep wanting to call it Blade and Soul, and that's not <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's a Souls clone, so. <laughs> but. Uh, Blade and Bones? Yes, Blade and Bones. Thank you. <laughs> shitty game. It was <laughs> shitty. <laughs> it was pretty shitty. Like you could not hit the enemies really well. So when you when you don't do that in a souls like game, that's a pretty big problem. I would say that it was a learning tool for future yeah. games. Everyone yeah. makes something that's not. I mean, if this show is a great. <laughs> great example of things like my arms currently going through the video yeah. <laughs> but you don't cringe when you think about the show like every time i'm happy i think about blade and bones and i'm like ah, you did that and i'm just sad for like 10 minutes <laughs> everybody on the team is like that so uh, we will overcome that with hazel sky we hope so so it it's not it doesn't have to do with Gamer Weekly, but uh, when I was in college, I interviewed one of my favorite bands, and I was extremely terrified. And you can hear it in Which my band? voice. Uh, the band's called Bayside. They're from Queens, New York. Uh, they were bigger when like the 
the emo heyday was going on, Ooh. but um, I was super excited to to meet them, and I was so scared. At one point, I was looking at the TV because it had like the like the oh god, it's <laughs> <laughs> it idea. was it was like uh, keep the mic. <laughs> It was like that, you know, like that DVD logo thing where it like is bouncing around. I was like yeah. looking at that at one point and I think he could tell that I was looking at it too. It looked like he was getting <laughs> kind of like annoyed and I'm like, I'm scared. I'm so terrified. Like I've never done this. And it was my first ever interview of anything. And so having to interview my favorite band, not familiar with the recorder that I had, luckily it worked fine. And I'm just sitting here like, if this goes horribly, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we have a bunch of those experiences throughout life. Like, I, I remember things from when I was high school and middle school. Like, ah, it just hurts, you know, <laughs> just thinking about them. So the game is a big one for me. <laughs> I remember back in fifth grade, my teacher told me that uh, she was worried because I didn't, like, talk a lot or something. And so I was like, oh, you know what? In middle school, I'm going to talk more. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, I, no, I, no. I thought the, the, it was, it was changing. I, I think the story was going like, and I started with the racial slurs because <laughs> no. <laughs> <at> the <end. laughs> it's okay. no, it wasn't anything like that. Uh, oh, I do remember, <laughs> God, this is. All right, this is my my cringy middle school story. So here's the thing. I was not very popular because I was really annoying. And I get that. Trust me, looking back on it, I think about it every day. It keeps me up at three in the morning. I, you know, the famous prank where you pull someone's chair and they fall on the floor and everyone's like, ha, funny, funny. Yeah. That's what grew as well. Yeah. So. to you. <laughs> no, no, it's worse. Okay. Oh. So I'm sitting there and my friend is like off to the side and he's about to sit down. And now my friend, very popular guy. He's, he was friends with everybody. Me? No, no. <laughs> Everyone hated me. And I'm like, I'm going to do it to him. I'm going to pull his chair. Everyone's going to think it's so funny. I pull his chair. He falls on the floor and he's like rubbing his hand. I was like, oh, God, he broke his hand. But he didn't, oh. thank God. But <laughs> the entire room goes quiet. Not a single stir. And I'm just looking at it like, what did I do? Right? <laughs> if it was the other way around where he did it to me, oh, everyone would have thought that was fucking hilarious problem. because everyone yeah. hated me. But yeah. since everyone hated me and I went for someone that everyone liked. Everyone was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do uh, that? I'm like, it's <laughs> <laughs> a mental breakdown. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I did that to a girl when I was like in fifth grade, fourth grade, something like that. And it was so weird because they did it to me like a day ago. And then I, I I'm going to fuck someone up with that. And I, because in my brain it was like this school was not individual persons. So I did this to a girl and I felt so bad, so bad that to this day, like I feel bad for her. Because 
doing that to a, I think like a guy doing that to a girl is so much worse. Like, it, it feels like it's not comparable. Like doing two guys blowing around, <laughs> fucking each other up. It's way more common, right? So, right. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's something that I think about like every single day now. Like, oh god, why did I? <laughs> Why did I do that? You're still yeah. friends with him? Um. Uh, well, so I mean, you know how the passage of time goes. Uh, oh. I I haven't spoken to him in years. I mean, we were cool after that, you know. And he was like, he didn't really care. Um. But yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I thought it would be funny. It wasn't. I don't know what I was thinking. And yeah. Um. Uh, one of the funny things he did to me, though. I thought it was hilarious was so I had this shirt that I won from a contest. I know this is going to be riveting content for everybody. Like I thought this was about games. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> so we had this music class together and I had this shirt that I won in a contest at the community college next door. And because we had a field trip there and I was like, yeah, I never win anything. So I had this little lunch box with a rubik's cube and this shirt like yeah i want this shirt i'm gonna wear this shirt <laughs> he falls over at one point during the music class and he grips onto my sleeve and there i am just nipple out because the whole sleeve oh, just ripped straight out oh <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like that's you way worse shirt. like fucking your property like <laughs> that's so much worse I thought it was funny because I'm like, what am I supposed to do now with this? We had a, we stapled this shirt together. People are like, what the fuck is wrong with your shirt? Like, oh. he ripped the shirt. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you should not like <laughs> forgive him. <laughs> you love that shirt. Like, I know. That, that shirt meant something to me. I yeah, cried exactly. in that shirt. <laughs> you like doing Rubik's Cube? I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> And then the but, lunchbox but you, ripped too. <laughs> did you ever did like a Rubik's cube uh, in real life? You you like to play play around with him? Uh, it was I was I could never get it back to normal. Uh, oh. But it was also really a really shitty Rubik's cube too. Like it didn't really turn the way that you'd want it to. But I will say high school got way better the first year. Terrible second and third and then fourth year. <laughs> you know i was like all right here we go and then i would say college was right when um i was still really awkward but i would say that i got a lot better Heating about just being tried, awkward. yeah yeah because yeah, okay was, with yourself yeah yeah because i started doing radio and that got me out of like my like okay when you talk maybe you should talk with a little more conviction in what you're saying and then people won't just look at you like you're an idiot I mean, when people you said, still looked at me. I started doing, I was like, started doing which drug? I started to think like, which drug got him on? Like, <laughs> I'm going to so wait I on started that. Doing cocaine, <laughs> I started doing cocaine. I started doing meth. I was lit. No, it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, people. I was anyone... asking about the Rubik's Cube because uh, we want to add one in the game. I don't know if you saw the trailer. You can examine objects in your hand. So. Uh, I did a Rubik's Cube just fucking around because uh, I do some 3D modeling in the game. And I did one and I was really happy with him. So I put it in the game and I just started looking at him and it would be so much fun. Just have one that 
maybe uh, put some key inside of him, something like that. I hope we can get it done before the, the release of the game. <clears throat> I, I think I cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, no, you're fine. I thought it was going to freeze. That's why I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that this take oh, is the one that we can do. <laughs> Let me... Let me release all of my skeletons in my closet here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the handle. Here it is. <laughs> you open up is the friend that you <laughs> the prank on. Round oh, two, man. motherfucker. <laughs> round two. <laughs> the best plot twist. Actually, that would be pretty fucking hilarious if just the guy <laughs> that I pulled his chair, he comes out with a chair and just does like, we just have like a straight up WrestleMania match for like 12 minutes. <laughs> he broke the chair. In your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would love that. Let's uh, set this up for the three years. <laughs> three, like 2023, we can do that. Okay. You just call him up and everything. Hey, uh, I know we haven't spoken in like 15 years, but uh, <laughs> hey, do you want to do a WrestleMania <laughs> match on my podcast? <laughs> and you have like the the, the wrestling uh, clothes <laughs> below the, the your normal clothes and you rip them off. Oh, that would be I great. always wear my wrestling leotard <laughs> just in case, in case for these instances. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yeah, uh, your game, Hazel Sky, that's going to be dope. <laughs> um, there's no WrestleMania in it. Not yet. Yeah. Um, but some ideas. So I think one of the things too, so from going from bone, blade and fuck, <laughs> blade and bone, <laughs> bone and blade, bone in my blade, uh, <laughs> to, to what, Hazel's. uh, what would you say that you guys learned from doing that game and then going on just, to this one? Just looking at the trailer, you can tell that we we didn't know how to make a game like at all, at, at least in my opinion. Like I know we're gonna cringe at some stuff in Hazel when when we are going to the next game, but Hazel Sky is gonna be like a full fledged experience. Like you know, uh, there are games every day reaching Steam, right? Every day there are like I don't know twenty games releasing on Steam, and less. Of them are hentai. Not only that, <laughs> not only the hentai <laughs> stuff, but real games is like I would say ten a month on Steam. Like really real games that people put effort in it. There's not an empty map. There are uh, quality insurance. There's, and I, I think we were like in the middle of that, between uh, a full-fledged game and a shitty Steam game, uh, Blade and Bones was in, really in the middle of that. And because our, our assets were original, we were not like downloading free stuff and putting in the game. Our actors were paid. Uh, we had actors playing the characters in the game. We had we, we put effort in it, but the budget, we ran out of budget in the case of Blade and Bonds, and we are not going to run out of budget in Hazel Sky because we won the mega grant from Epic, and we also have a publisher, so they are not going to allow us to release uh, we, we trust them that it will not allow us to release a game that isn't good, and at the same time, we will not release another bad game, so everything will run really way smoother this time and the game will be a solid game like 
I'm not going to say like it's going to have nine on Metacritic or anything like that, but it's, it's not going to go below a seven. Like the game is going to be um, not bug free, but will be a solid game from the start. Uh, we, we don't want to patch it, anything like that. Like we are looking at the game, something like we're going to release it and that's it. So we are working like the whole structure, the, the way we work, uh, has changed so much from the the way we organize uh, our assets, uh, the way we do animations, everything in the game uh, and in our company, like we changed locations. We have this sound room right now. Everything changes so much, so much that it's it's going to be really hard to. Well, as as a whole, this game has a more emotional connection, uh, at least with myself. Uh, when I wrote the dialogue between Shane and Erin, the protagonists of the game, I was breaking up with my girlfriend. I was I had already broke up with my girlfriend, so I just put yeah. it all the anxious energy inside of that text. So, uh, and I in one night I wrote the entire script. I was like sobbing, crying like a crazy person, and. From that on, the the rest of the game fitted. Uh, I just played it inside, so I was really like, let's not have any tutorials. Let's just focus on the experience, and that's what Hazel Sky became. Do you feel like it's a very, uh, almost like cathartic way of going about this? Where, totally. um, yeah, yeah, like I would also say, like you, I feel like, um, it's really hard to have something like that, like where you put so much work into something that turns out not the best, but I think it, yeah. I think it really speaks to just character in general. Just, I am, I, you can see the flaws and what you've done, but at the same time, you can at least see like, okay, there's still something else from here that we can kind of just like take out of the one experience, like all the good and we can put it into something and actually sure. like, let the the good of it like flourish out into yeah. something that's uh because it's always awkward too like hey i know you made this t this game that people think are bad but do you want to talk about your game that you're hoping is is good you know but like sure a lot of times you can you can never well, know about that there's no way to have hazel sky uh without blading bones and we are aware of that not not only uh on the design and everything else that we have owed, but and the asset quality, but the we, we ported a game to PS4, and that's that was a big deal for us, you know. Like, uh, since since I wasn't getting my degree, and everybody here was getting the same degree here in the local university, and I remember in my second class, uh, I started talking with uh, our main programmer about making a game and everything like that and a teacher heard us and he said you guys just can't do that that's really hard you guys are not gonna be able to, to, to make a game and it was like the worst teacher possible you know so and there was ah every time i think about that teacher i feel so good because we as much as Blade and Bones was a flawed uh, game and a flawed product as a whole, because I don't think it delivers. That's why we think about remaking Blade and Bones one day and giving a free copy to everybody that bought the old one. So we can have like a, a complete portfolio with good stuff. Uh, 
I I just lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. But yeah, no, like I I definitely get where you're coming from because I mean you put so much time into it. You you want yeah. people to enjoy it. I've seen games go from just a pure shit show to just all of a sudden it's amazing. It's sure. And, well, the the monetary gain also came from Blade and Bond. Like we got money uh, back. Like we invested way less. I, I think I can say that like four thousand dollars making blade and bonds, something really, really small. Like we we didn't pay ourselves, like we work it for free uh, and all that. But and we got like twenty times that back, and we put it all on making Hazel Sky. So really could not exist without blade and bonds Hazel Sky because we only signed it with the publisher like three, four months ago. So uh, the, the the funding came from Blade uh, as a whole, the, the majority part of the development. I would say that your next game is going to be your guys's like redemption arc. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. everyone has a redemption arc. <laughs> I think everyone deserves a second chance on anything. Uh, and I think that you guys are going to, I think you guys are, if anything, this is going to be the, the biggest learning step for you guys. I mean, sure. before you guys didn't even have a studio, like what you're sitting in right now, like now you guys yeah. are like, you're, you're making traction. So, Hey, you know what? Like first go around, it's better than anything I could have made. That's for sure. <laughs> the only thing I did was the rolling ball tutorial on unity. And I'm like, well, I'm satisfied. It works. <laughs> But the fact yeah. that you you put like so much effort into the game, I mean, I know that a lot of people will just shit on a game just because of whatever. But I don't think a lot of people realize that there are people on the other ends of those games. Uh, and yeah, creating a game's not easy. And a lot of times, there's a lot of ideas that go into a game, and you realize it doesn't mesh. But you don't realize it until the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at the same time, I feel like design-wise and uh, the mechanics we were planning on and trying to do with Blade and Bones were solid. Like, there, it had like I don't know if you uh, got to play it or anything like that, but it had like cool Souls-like ideas, different ideas. Like, uh, there was a day-night cycle with three different moons, and each moon changed the boss behavior. There were like good lore and stuff like that in the game, but the execution was so fail like that's why we feel like making a remake would be better even though we like souls like games and we would love to do something else uh, with souls like uh, doing a remake from blade and bones would be really like paying a homage to the really good ideas if you if you see the the steam reviews from our game from blade and bones you can see there are people really sad on the comments on the reviews saying this had so much potential if i could hit the enemies but i can't <laughs> it's like <laughs> truly execution flaws not really uh i would say design or even uh artistic flaws the game looks okay not as good as hazel like if you see the trailer for Blinding Mons in hazel sky you there's a majority difference between like our lightning our uh, ambient occlusion and everything else like our color palette it changes so much so much the way we try to to have a new art direction since then like we we didn't do 
meaning us a concept artist for Blaine Mons. We just did what we wanted and whole areas would change. Now there's snow in this area, like in one month. <laughs> and we, we have no organization skills or anything like that. So now we, we are way, way far from that. And, and what you were saying about people not understanding uh, that there is another opposite to complaining about a game. At the same time, I feel... I feel like people work so hard, like you or yourself, like, and you just go to Steam and you expect to buy a good product. Like, that's why I feel like Epic Game Store is getting so much better because if you are in the Epic Game Store, you are probably a good game. So there's no, like, there's no shitty games on Epic Game Store and I like really shitty games. And that, I think that's what Steam is missing, like, the, there's so many ways that you can expand your money on Steam and be so frustrated. Like uh, games with empty rooms and empty mechanics that cost $30. And that's not all right with people like spending their hard-earned cash uh, on those games. And we feel like that a little bit about Blade, you know. We don't want people to... That's why we didn't uh, make another trailer. That's why we didn't make a launch trailer. We just did the review gameplay trailer because we felt ashamed that we even had only that to show people. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, so if you saw like a weird fade or maybe nothing happened because I'm bad at editing videos, Skype. <laughs> Skype. <laughs> has been a real shit show and we've had it drop like four times now. So I apologize for um, the quality of this. Uh, if you're listening to it on like SoundCloud or something, you're not even going to notice because there is no video. <laughs> At least I don't think there is. I don't know what you're watching, but hey, that's cool. But I guess I just really wanted to, I shouldn't have just <laughs> keep clapping. I'm sorry. Uh, so I guess just to wrap things up, um, yeah, just let people, okay, fuck. <laughs> I'm keeping you want people to care. go to the Steam page of Hazel Sky and add them, uh, add the game to their wish list. That's what you were going to say, right? Yes. Add Hazel Sky <laughs> to your wish list. If you're cur curious about their other game, you can also check no. out that game as well. No, I, you no. can't. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to play a a game with good ideas and a that good first attempt at try to make a game, I mean, look through it, you know, or don't <laughs> play it. <laughs> I mean, you, you do you, uh, but check them out on Twitter. Uh, what is your guys' well, Twitter? Uh, Coffee Addict uh, underscore GS, but people can play the demo is like the first 10 minutes of Hazel Sky of uh, from tomorrow till Monday, I guess, would be the time that will be available. If available. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so from the 17th of March of 2020, because it's going to date it now. Uh, so from I March get... 17th to like the 22nd or something. Yeah. You'll get to see more that. of it. And if you missed this, out... week, this week, this <laughs> week, you're going to be able to play the game like the first 10 minutes and building the first machine in the game, which is like 
there are three machines in the game that you build and you do action set piece, build another machine, do a bigger action set piece, and that's it. Cool. So yeah, check out the game. Uh, if 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 you're currently watching it and it's you know like the 17th or whatever of 2020 <laughs> of March, then check out the demo. If it's beyond Later. that point, you can probably find a video of it somewhere. But and if it's way in the future, the game's available and you should just buy it anyway. <laughs> and if it's way into the future, we're all dead. Then so Trump is still your president. <laughs> just just gonna just gonna. <laughs> We didn't talk about that because in the last podcast, he said Trump was not going to be the president. I said he maybe was. Uh, I remember that. Aged like milk. <laughs> so bad. Oh. And, and now look at us. I have a slight... Now look at it. <laughs> I've been talking a lot, so that's why I have a slight cough because I'm like, I need water. Yeah, like we just did three podcasts. <laughs> We did an hour's worth of stuff and only going to use half of it. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Let's, but yes, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna have a better setup uh, and close to the release of the game. If one, if you want to do another one, uh, so I'm gonna have a uh, a cable with the network, <laughs> not a network Bluetooth shitty stuff. I will be down, and hopefully everyone out there will be down as well. Hopefully we have more episodes coming up since things are at the time of this recording slowly being quarantined. I don't see why not have more episodes because what the fuck else are we going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't see why not. So yeah. You need to update your Twitter profile. Just finishing up the podcast <laughs> talking about that because <laughs> you look so better with the bird. The beard. I, I, I can't pronounce things right. <laughs> Everyone can look at my patchy beard. Though maybe yeah. the quality won't be so high, so maybe it'll look a lot more full than it really is. Uh, <laughs> I'm just lazy when it comes to this. It's like I was gonna I was gonna get a haircut and make myself look presentable, and then it's like, don't go anywhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then use that as excuse. I can't cut my hair. I can't go around. <laughs> so for now, I just have emo kid hair. Um, um, make sure to buy my emo kid uh, album off of MySpace. Uh, we'll be going on tour with All Time Low and Fallout Boy here in a little bit. So <laughs> I would. Uh, hey, tickets are on sale now. It's a virtual show. Actually, that'd be dope. But that's a different time. Uh, thank you so much for coming onto the show again. And thank you anyone out there who is listening and putting up with this. The episode that I last posted did better than most of my episodes that I usually post on. Then you stop. Like, <laughs> that's like the worst. Uh, I, I warned everyone I'm on like the John Tron schedule of like, it'll be out when it's out. <laughs> you went on a high note. Like, <laughs> I'd rather go on a high note than actually, if you look yeah. at the SoundCloud statistics, it's fucking because <laughs> he was getting so good. <laughs> it was, it was. Like, <laughs> like every day. Well, not every day, but like every week I was averaging like, well, I think it's good of like 100 to 200 listens every That's week. So great. And I'm like, yeah. And now it's like eight to 10 listens because <laughs> yeah. I haven't had anything. <laughs> 
<laughs> I also don't yeah. post on Reddit anymore because I don't I don't know. I just I don't know. No, People should, don't like it when you post your own the, stuff on Reddit. It depends on the, the community. Like PS4 community uh like brought us in so like we got ten thousand upvotes there. They were so good to us, the moderators and everything else. Like everyone was so supportive of the game. Uh, the game is being like it's strange, like 99.8% of likes on YouTube and things like that. So there's a weird like voodoo shit happening because <laughs> we always, we always get so much hate with uh, Blade and Bones. That's weird that you're not getting anything. So maybe you should post it. The, the worst can happen. They are going to take it off and ban you forever. Hooray. <laughs> if anything, if anyone out there is watching it and they want to post it somewhere, <laughs> sure. I can post. Go for it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop anyone. But yeah. uh, thank you guys, everyone out there for listening. Thank you again for coming on to the show. And hopefully the splicing of the video is not too weird. I keep throwing up gang signs. I don't know what any of this means. Because I didn't even see it because my mic's in the fucking That's way. the thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. <laughs> no, the thumbnail has Two to be white guys. Clickbait, We have to be like this. Racial slurs. It's clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. We gotta, we gotta do the, the thumbnail of like... <laughs> If I actually find that, I will make it the thumbnail. <laughs> People are like, Let's oh, go. he's selling out. It's like, no, I'm making fun of it. But then again, if I'm doing it, but I'm also making fun of it, isn't it just the same? It yeah. doesn't matter. Just prepare to have your highest rating podcast. You know, that's all I can ask for. That's all I can <laughs> ask for. Who knows? Who knows what will yeah. happen? Maybe someday I'll learn to keep my hands with, within the frame. But until Inside then, the I won't. <laughs> I'll have more anime figures in the background too. Someone's going to see them and be like, what a fucking degenerate. And they're right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Take care. And go check out the game. Do that. I don't know how to end these things. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.